Happy Monday and welcome to another episode of the Equestrian Performance Mindset Podcast. I am Jocelyn Liliano, I'm an event writer and mindset coach and of course also your host for this podcast. And I am absolutely thrilled that you decided to tune in today because together we are going to make sure that you start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your riding. Happy Monday. Welcome to another episode. I'm here as always to make sure that you get off to a great start of this week. If you are new to the podcast and our community, make sure you hit the follow button so that you don't miss out on any of our future episodes. And if you've been listening for a while and you're hungry for more, Make sure you follow me on Instagram as well as sign up to get our weekly mindset and performance hacks delivered straight to your inbox. You can find the link to that in the show notes. It's on mindic.eu slash weekly hacks. And on Instagram, you'll find me by searching for Jocelyn Liliano in one word. And also the link to that is in the show notes. And I'll just say, let's go. All right. Sun, I've got you here with me today because we are going to talk a little bit about the upcoming workshop that we are planning at the moment. So uh, do you want to tell us what is this workshop about? Yeah, sure. I'm very excited. What we are going to work with in this workshop is really the emotional parts of yourself and your horses. Like the good old saying, you never get a second chance to make a first impression. Mm -hmm. We all have a first impression. When we meet someone we immediately think something about that person and that's all energy. That person gives some energy and we receive that energy in a certain way and that gives us that first impression. And of course, with that person, you can talk and after a while, you can change your first impression a little bit, but it takes quite some work. Um, but the horse can talk to you, but a horse also has a first impression of you and you have a first impression of the horse, but you're not talking about it. You're not really changing it. You see that horse and you think like, oof, that looks like a very nervous horse. And every time you step on the horse or you see that horse, you think, oh, that's that nervous horse. Remember the nervous horse we talked about? It's that one. Um, and that gives you a, a special relationship with your horse. And I'm sure that we can work on that. We can change that first impression and build a better connection with your horse. I, I love that. These are the kind of stuff that you don't think about this. I, I had never, before we started talking about that, I had never thought about the fact that you do have an impression of a horse and that you, like you say, you speak about them in a, in a certain way. You say that's the nervous horse. Some people will be afraid of certain horses based on first impression. You will fall in love. You're like the love at first sight. We all know that that saying when you go and try out different horses. And some people say, yeah, but it has to be love at first sight if you should buy it. If it's not love at first sight, you shouldn't buy it kind of thing. Um, but yeah, so it, it, it obviously exists, but it's something that is not talked about, even if it isn't that love at first sight. And maybe you have a challenging relationship to start with, that there's actually things that you can do about it. Yeah. And the challenging relationship can start in a very stupid way actually for instance you go to try a horse and you had uh, lots of traffic on the road there so you're a little bit um, I'll say that you're angry and mad because you had mm -hmm. lots of traffic and the horse feels that energy coming from you as soon as you arrive and that immediately changes the first connection it might have been love at first sight if you got there without the traffic mm -hmm. um, so it's something very ridiculous but it can change a lot on the long run yeah, it's super that you mentioned that because this is obviously also the reason why we want to do this workshop together eh? because you are 
an expert when it comes to that relationship with the horse and the horse's emotions and sensing that and and how you work around that and i'm the expert when it comes to mastering your own emotions and steering that and be, i i'd say create awareness around which emotions that you have because a lot of times we go through life and we just act we just react something happens we 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 get angry we get sad and we are not in control and we don't even realize we just go through life like that and we allow things to happen to us and we react to it so a big part of the work that i'm doing is obviously bringing the awareness bringing people to a point where they they realize that they are getting angry and they go a little bit deeper and they start to understand why do i get angry what thoughts in my head are causing me to get angry and like you say, that whatever emotions that we then radiate, even if we aren't even aware of it ourselves, the horses pick up on that, right? It could be the case that you were in traffic on the way to trying that horse and you got angry and you didn't maybe even realize yourself. You're coming there and the horse is immediately noticing that. And the, that horse is probably getting a pretty bad first impression of, of you, right? And from that, it could be a challenge going forward. So yeah. I think it's really interesting touching upon that, how we, our emotions then influences the horse and i'm guessing also vice versa right yeah sure so the, the horse often mirrors our emotion so we have a certain emotion and they they show us what we actually feel so that can help mm -hmm. you to realize your own emotions but they also have their own emotions during my lessons uh, to become an emotion code practitioner um one of the chapters was talking about a horse that all of a sudden started peeing a lot and his stable was dirty all the time and the owner was like, I don't understand. He was never that dirty. Now he has the dirtiest stall in the world. And she made somebody come to check his emotions. And what happened, actually, he saw a bird. Well, after a lot of treatments, the horse saw a bird falling out of a nest in the stable. And that gave him trauma. Trauma got stuck on his kidneys, which made him pee a lot. So they got rid of the of the trapped emotion. And the horse stopped peeing. Well, he peed in a normal way, but he stopped mm -hmm. making his stall that dirty. So horses also have emotions. There's also a lot of scientific proof that horses do feel emotions, mm -hmm. uh, but they can change a lot by experiencing things. So if we know how to recognize those emotions in our horse and maybe help them mm -hmm. um, and then recognize our own emotions, that can change a lot in the way we act or the way we improve our riding. It's so interesting. And I feel like this is a subject that is not talked about at all. Like we so often we treat our and we talked about this, obviously, in a previous podcast that we did. But sometimes we just end up like treating our horses like machines always, like almost we go through the stables and we expect them to be the same every single day. And then they're saying that mares are sometimes a little bit more varying in their mood, but the geldings, they are pretty much the same. And that's to me, that's all that I've been told in my life, that mares have mood swings and geldings are very even. But more than that, and further into that, as to emotions of horses or moods or mood swings, I, it's not talked about, right? No. And and in the beginning, you always think, oh, the horse wasn't working, cooperating with me. And then after a little while, you start realizing it's the rider. It's never the horse's fault. It's always the rider. And you start looking for the for the mistake in your own way of riding or acting with mm -hmm. your horse. And and that's all very physical. So you can really work on your strength, on your condition, on your balance. On You can work on that, but it's not only that has an impact on your riding or on your work with horses. It's also the emotional part. 
So in this workshop, we're going to talk about the, the mindset side, how we regulate our own emotions. Like I already talked about that self-awareness and lots of different tips and tricks I'm going to give about how you actually change your thoughts and thereby also your feelings, your emotions, and to manage that, to make sure that you as a person show up in the way that you want, that you like send out the right signals to your horse. But then when it comes to like the horse itself, maybe you want to tell us a little bit more about like without without revealing all the details but like what we're going to do to investigate the horse's emotions and and manage them yeah so we're going to find out what our horse is feeling what emotions he's uh, experiencing mm-hmm. also going to learn how to distinguish between is it my emotion or is it the horse's emotion because as i said they are our mirror so if we yeah. feel something they can reflect it uh, so we need to to really see the difference is this my emotion do i need to work on myself or is it my horse's emotion and can i work with my horse and then a few tips and tricks on how to get rid of those emotions within your horse yeah and i think a, a very fun part is the part of the limiting beliefs where we can really prove you what a belief is doing yeah, yeah. in real life a hundred percent a hundred percent that belief that is created within us right uh, as humans yep. Uh, beliefs about our horses beliefs about ourselves and how that tends to get in our way um going forward if if we've had experiences in the past you talked about this first impression for for example eh? you've had a first impression of a particular horse and you've gotten scared of it for example and every time you step towards that horse you are going to develop fear like you're going to think about oh something's going to happen he's going to bite me he's going to kick me something is going to happen something's going to go wrong and then you immediately radiate that response eh? because you believe that the horse is dangerous and then you radiate those uh, feelings that energy towards the horse what are you creating because the horse is mirroring you a fearful horse yeah. right who is very like act dangerous right so it becomes a vicious yeah. circle yeah and it's something you can't change i mean whenever you get into a room with different people mm-hmm. you will always have that feeling of hmm that one's going to be my friend and I don't really like that person without saying words just yeah. based on your gut feeling you will always choose for one person and for the yeah. other but your horse has the same mm-hmm. and imagine you come to the stable with a friend and your horse is thinking oh I hope it's the friend that's going to go on my back and not her that's not yeah. fun <laughs> you really want your horse to think oh yes she's there my friend she's, she's going to ride me we're going to have some fun that's yeah. the goal yeah indeed we obviously talked about like yeah if people are fearful I think that speaks for itself like if that if people are have a fear, if they're afraid of horses, if something happened, they, they sort of label the horse as being dangerous. I think this workshop is super useful for that kind of people. But I think that's self-explanatory. For which other people are this workshop? What other like emotions are we going to cover? And for which types of riders? I think for all types of riders. I mean, everybody yeah. can learn something from this. The riders I'm thinking of are the ones that are stuck in their riding they're like taking weekly lessons and they're uh, working next to the horse also on their balance on their strength they're doing all the physical work but Mm -hmm. still on shows they're not getting where they want to be and i think the missing link is the connection between you and your horse the emotional connection Mm -hmm. obviously your riding is okay if you take weekly lessons or you need to change uh, to a different trainer because she's not or he or she's not explaining you the right things or there's something else and then it might be the emotional connection so really riders at all levels it doesn't really matter like yeah. it's um yeah anyone who ha- who feels like there's a challenge or they they simply 
feel like there's more to be achieved right it doesn't yeah, have to just... be like a big problem right it could be problems right you know I was, I was just explaining to you before we started recording I had a challenge with one of my horses a while back she was like reversing and, and rearing back and I, and I wish I could have talked to you back then about this because I'm, I'm sure that you could have helped us but so it could be dramatic things like like that right but it also can just be the fact that you 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 have a feeling that there's more to be gained like there could be more coming out of the, the combination right yeah for instance for me now I don't really have an issue with my horse mm -hmm. but I still feel every day like okay what's going on what happened maybe during the night you saw something happening in the garden I don't know two cats fighting and it had an impact on her mm -hmm. so I still try to figure out is there anything wrong at this moment is there anything I can help you with no we're fine okay let's go get on her and ride Super. What is there to explore? I, I know it's a foreign concept, I think, for a lot of people. So I, I want to make sure that people really understand what, why we're doing this, what the goal is with this whole thing and, and who we are looking to, to support with this. After following this workshop, you will feel like a team and not horse and rider, but as one. We're a team. He's my best friend or she's my best friend. And more feel what she wants and what she or what the horse wants and what he's capable of doing. Like they always say, when you're in a bad mood, just don't get on your horse because the horse feels it. But we are going to teach you not to not get on the horse, but to work on yourself and on the horse so you can still ride. Yeah. If you have a, for instance, I'm saying a big show coming up and you need to train for that show, but you don't feel like getting on your horse because they said when you're in a bad mood, especially on mares because they're moody, don't get on that mare because, yeah, yeah but I need to train <laughs> because the show is coming up. How how are we going to work that out? Well, yeah. by following this you this workshop, you will be able to manage your emotions, the horse's emotions, and keep on track with your trainings and get ready on time for your show. Or even riders who don't go to big competitions or whatever, they just want to go out in the field and every time they see a, a duck flying away, they know, oh, my horse is going to get scared because last mm -hmm. time when a duck was, fly a duck was flying away, mm -hmm. I fell off. Just get them feeling comfortable really connect with their horse becoming a team and the, the horse might get scared but maybe not give the extreme reaction because if they trust you they know you're connected mm. they know you're a team yeah a question i think a lot of people might have when they're hearing this is like should they bring their own horses or are we going to foresee horses we are going to foresee horses yeah of course if they want a, a session afterwards a one-on-one -on -one session where they really want to get all the emotions clear because i I'm going to teach them some tips and tricks mm -hmm. for the basics, but they're not going to be able to completely do an emotional healing on horses. So that can be arranged afterwards, but on yeah. the workshop itself, we're going to work with other horses and with their own emotions. Yeah. Also, if you have your own horse, you already have a, a first impression. You already have an emotion like that's my horse and I know he's stuck on the right and I know he's this and that. And to be sure that you don't have that first idea, or that they yeah. believe that's already stuck inside of you, we're going to work with other horses. Yeah, yeah. But you will be able to implement it at home, for sure. So it you can basically take what you've learned, we're going to teach you sort of how to do this, and then you yeah. can take those techniques with you back home, and you can you can apply this with your own horse. And then, like you mentioned, if you want more support in the future, you know, you can always contact Sun about when it comes to the, the horse emotions, and, and or me when it comes to your own emotions, if you want to go further into exactly. that. Yeah, yeah. Super. And you will have a, a workbook where we explain everything we did or yeah. you can write down uh, extra things so you can have a, you will have a lot of things to take home with you. 
Exactly that. Yes, we will foresee a workbook where we where we capture everything that we are going to be talking about, which you can bring home with you. We're going to obviously be filling this in as we go along, but uh, you can basically do those exercises at any point with any horse, uh, with any person. Yeah. So. Because there will also be riding exercises in there mm -hmm. that you can only do at home, of course, with your own horse. Yeah. You're not going to ride the horses that we supply. Exactly. Okay. And uh, in terms of time, how long do we expect this workshop to take? Uh, we start at one in the afternoon, I think. Yes. Just until five p.m. Yeah. So you'll Half be on day. time at home for dinner. Mm -hmm. Half a day. Yeah. Yeah, foresee four hours. Uh, so yeah, Sun already said we start at 1 p.m. in the afternoon. We will foresee some lighter refreshments, not like an extended lunch. We, we expect everyone to have eaten with the time to get there. Uh, we see it as a nice opportunity as well to get to know some equal-minded equestrians and, and build that bond with people that have an interest in similar topics. Um, so I'm really looking forward to this. It's going to be a quite small group, so we're only looking to have maximum 10 people. We want to make this really intense so that we can be there and really support you guys that it's not a too big of a group um so we think that's really important we're also often going to work with two and two so like two people per horse so you can reflect and think about things and you really get enough time from us so it, to make it really active right so that it's not that you're only listening right i think that's an important point no no, no it's you... going to be a very interactive uh workshop and also we say till 5 p.m but if somebody's in a working on their emotions and we're not done at 5 p.m we're not going to yeah. say oh it's time we really are going to help you through whatever emotion you're working on on that day and yeah. uh, make sure you get home with a uh, some kilos out of your backpack and exactly. some more information into your brain <laughs> exactly that yeah and I, I and i guess that's why you were doubting when i asked you how long is this going to take it's quite hard on those kind of things to, to put to put the timeline to it and yeah. and our goal is to make sure like san said that you get something with you that you really feel like you had something from this workshop that you've worked through some stuff in yourself uh, that you got your questions answered so that's going to be our most important goal for the day as well so yeah thanks for throwing that in there Good. I suppose if anyone has any other questions, uh, we're always here. You, Everyone knows where to find me. It's Josne Liliano in one word on Instagram. San, where can they find you? San underscore DS on Instagram. My phone number is also on my Instagram page, I, I think. So they can always text me as well. Yeah. I said during the last uh, podcast that I'm trying to answer everything, everybody within 24 hours. So there you go. <laughs> and is that working out? <laughs> Most of the time. Yeah. I make a selection between important messages and the ones that are important, I answer within 24 hours. And this is important. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, so if you don't get an answer from Sam within 24 hours, that means <laughs> that you're not important. Uh, I, I, I'm feeling a burn here because Sam doesn't always <laughs> answer me within 24 hours. But uh, okay, I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll drop the links to that in the show notes, obviously. So uh, you can find our Instagram pages. You'll find our contact details. If you have any questions, you know where to find us. The links to where you can register for this event is also in the show notes. So you go to mindic.eu slash events. But again, that link is in the show notes. You go to our event page and you look for the Emotion Mastery Workshop. So we've called this the Emotion Mastery because we are going to focus on mastering your emotions, your horse's emotions, your emotions, and all together to make sure that you get a great connection with your horse, that that bond becomes there, no matter where you're at right now, that you can create that connection and become a best friend with your horse and really make sure that that way you can perform to your full potential. And one more thing, if it scares you to go in a group full of strangers that you have to talk about your emotions and well, if you don't want to talk about them, you don't have to talk about them. But if you feel more secure, by bringing a friend, we have a discount if you bring a friend. 
That's a really good point. Yes, indeed. We have a special prize for everyone who comes with two people. So we have duo tickets, which are a really, really good deal if I were to say it myself. Um, so if you have someone that you're thinking about that you would like to do this workshop together with is know that that opportunity is there. And I always say that it's actually better if you do that together with a friend, because that means you can also hold each other accountable, right? There's going to be a lot of knowledge and information being pushed at you on this particular day, and you will not remember everything. You will have that workbook, yes, but there are certain things that you will remember, but there are other things that your friend is going to remember. And when you talk about this afterwards, then the chance that you are going to remember this afterwards is way bigger and the fact that you're also going to do something with this afterwards so you'll get action points and homework and all those kind of stuff but unless you have someone else checking in on your homework life tends to happen and we don't really get to it so we go to that workshop but we don't really do anything with it so the good thing about having a friend there is that you can then check in with each other and and like a week later you can be like did you did you did you do this exercise together with your horse how's it going with your emotions so that's a big advantage as well to bring uh, bring a friend with you good anything else I think we covered it all. Super. Super looking forward to this. Oh, an important detail. When is it? April. Uh, the 23rd of April. 23rd of April. Yes. Yeah. It's a Sunday, I believe. Huh? Yeah. On Sunday, Sunday, the, Sunday, the 20, Sunday, 23rd of April at 1 p.m. in the afternoon in Belgium. It's at Stalboelens. Uh, you'll find all the details to that in the on the event page as well, where you can find this. This is in Lembeke in Belgium. So uh, I'm guessing you're going to want to be living in Belgium to do this. Netherlands, maybe. You can still drive over there. Uh, yeah, that's, It's that's... not too far from the Netherlands. No. It's no, in the so... north of Belgium. So Yeah, yeah. But I also want to highlight this is this is one event of, of, of a bunch of events that we're doing. Um, we're also doing one in, in Wellington, Florida. By the time this podcast comes out, it probably will have already passed. But uh, we are working towards arranging this kind of in-person events uh, all over the world. So if you're interested in organizing something close to you, get in touch with us. That's all we got for you for today. If you enjoyed this episode, here's what you can do to help us spread the word. Give this podcast a rating and a review. In Spotify, what you need to do is click the three dots next to the title of the episode. Then click go to podcast, scroll to the top and click on the stars. Hopefully those are going to be five. And in Apple Podcasts, click on the three dots next to the title of the episode. Click go to show, scroll all the way to the bottom and click on the start. And in there, you can actually also drop a sentence or two telling what you think about this podcast. And we love to receive feedback. So we would really appreciate if you can take some time out of your busy day and provide some feedback for us. And other than that, please make sure you tell your friends about this. Please share it on social media. And until next time, I challenge you to start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your writing.